Hi, I'm Bernadette, compulsive overeater in, in Pennsylvania. My phone number is 412-793-8916. I'm in Eastern Standard Time, and it's a landline, so you would need to actually call me. I'm a grateful compulsive overeater. Um, I came to OA during the pandemic. Um, I couldn't even keep 10 pounds off. I've been to my a healthy goal weight twice in my adult life. I'll be uh, 47 on my birthday uh, in a couple months, and almost all my adult life, I was I was overweight. I wasn't overweight as a child. I started gaining weight when I got married at 22, and I didn't know how to deal with life, and I used I used food to cope. Um, I wouldn't really call myself a, a dieter. I, I when I lost weight before, I did do it in a in a healthy way. My problem was I couldn't stop compulsively eating once I started, and because I didn't know how to deal with life, when life happened, I I ate. I ate when I was happy. I ate when I was sad. I ate when I was frustrated. I ate when I was tired. I was sick. I would eat um, when I was stressed. Any time, I would eat. So um, it was one night during during the during the pandemic, and I was just just really down, really sad. And I was talking to my husband. It was it was um, in the middle of the night. It was a Friday night, early Saturday morning, and I was I was crying. And I said, I can't even keep ten pounds off. And I had a professional I had been seeing for a number of years, and it just it it, um, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. To have an exercise plan, to have a, a food plan, it wasn't enough. I needed the I needed the twelve steps. So um after our conversation I, I did some researching, I looked up emotional overeating, um, um emotional eating and I found OA mentioned as a resource in the article that I found. So I went to the OA website and I randomly just picked a, a meeting. I knew because of the pandemic I would do, like, an online meeting. So I, I, I just picked one. And I went to that meeting, and I've been going ever since. And that meeting has become my home meeting. I was encouraged to get a sponsor, so I got a sponsor. Um, and my two-year abstinence date is coming up. If, if I'm granted abstinence by my higher power, my abstinent two-year date will be April 21st of of, of next month, and um, of not having any of my alcoholic foods, my binge foods. I was a binge eater. I would uh, eat when my husband and daughter were downstairs in our family room. I would eat in the car. I would go and buy things from drive-through restaurants and eat them in the car, and and like try to hide the bags in the some downwear in the trash or leave the wrappers in my purse and throw them away later. So I'm so thankful for um, coming to a program that I don't have to eat that way anymore. But bigger than that, I don't have to live the way I was living anymore. I have a way to deal with life. I have a relationship with my with my higher power, which I call God. Um, I I'm not the same person that I was when when I came into OA. So I'll share a little bit about uh, my program. Um, 
I've completed all 12 steps, and I sponsor myself. Um, I have two sponsees currently, and um, I use the tools. Um, my day consists of I, I write down my eat my I follow my plan of eating. I write it down. Oh, I got my plan of eating from my uh, professional that I see, and um, I've had it. She made one minor adjustment to it recently to add a snack uh, for myself, and um, because of program, my numbers are good as far as like uh, blood pressure. I have high blood pressure. My blood pressure is controlled. My weight's going down. My doctor is pleased with uh, my physicals and my lab work. and So I'm having physical uh, recovery. Um, so I write, I write down my plan of eating, and in the morning um, I send an email to my sponsor committing to following my food plan for, for that day. Um, I, I do an evening, written evening inventory and send it to my sponsor. Uh, each night, um, I regularly go to meetings. Um, I have my home meetings on Saturday morning. I attend that pretty much every week, and then I do an in-person meeting here in, in my area, and then I try to fit in another meeting. Um, service is really important to my to my program. I, I speak at meetings. I will volunteer to be the timekeeper. I've done various service positions at my home meeting, and I'm currently um, the intergroup rep. And I've spoke at the, uh, I helped at the World Service um, Conference that was earlier in the month, and that was a phenomenal experience to be able to hear and be a part of of uh, the conference and hear speakers from all over the world and to to hear people in other countries that I can resonate with and connect with because they're compulsive overeaters uh, just like me. Um, I use action plan. I have to, uh, part of one thing I do is monitor my blood pressure um, and record that. I have an uh, exercise. It's part of my um, part of my action plan. I um, exercise like five days a week for like 30 minutes as part of my action plan. And I do uh, step 11 each morning, have prayer meditation in connection with my higher power. Um, I do writing. Um, I have a specific OA notebook where I'll do writing that my sponsor will suggest that I do. If I hear something at a meeting, if I need to write a prayer out to my higher power or, or write out an issue that I'm that I'm dealing with, um, I go right to my OA notebook that I that I have. The next part of my share, I want to focus on the some of the literature. The literature is very important to my program, and I love it so much. And I'm a I'm a highlighter. I'm an underliner. And I'm going to read just a, a snippets of some passages that that mean a lot to me and that I try to apply to my program. One is um, in the for today, December 22nd. Um, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. 
Do not lose your inward peace for anything whatsoever. Even if your whole world seems upset, commend all to God and then lie still and be at rest in his bosom. And I read, when I first read that, it's for December 22nd, and I read it and I underlined it and I read it every day for like months because that was something I really needed to put in practice to not be in a hurry. And I would deliberately walk slower and clear my mind and practice being present and it really helped me it really helped me slow down because I was always always busy. I'm a I'm a recovering perfectionist is one of my character defects is perfectionism and control and so to slow down and to to be present was really was really helpful um to me. And another reading is um also from for today it's um, February 9th. Make a list. Work out a plan. How easy. Soon the plan becomes the deed and the thought becomes the action and life is a list. Where is the fun, the plunge, the risk, the, the laughter? I'm skipping down. Is is my life all too safe, predictable? Why not turn my will and my life completely over to higher power? No holding back and see what happens. Hasn't God already given me far more than I could ever imagine for today? Just for today, I will live a little. And as part of the for today is, I can do today just for the fun of it. So that was that's really important to me as well because I lived my life before coming to OA by a list. Everything was a list. Everything was a list. If If... I, if my husband wanted to spend time with me or if my daughter wanted to spend time with me, I had to finish my list first. And now since coming to the program, I don't have to revert, I don't have to live that way anymore. And I have the literature to remind me to have fun, to not live my life by a list, to have laughter, to take risks. Because I was a very rigid, structured um, person. And life isn't fun that way. Um, another reading is uh, January 18th, um, also in for today. The best way out is always through Robert Frost. I used to take the long way around, avoiding problems, escaping feelings. In OA, I heard it called this easier, softer way. But is my way really easier? No. It is the hard, painful, hell of life way. So I I ate to escape my problems. I ate, and I've had some I had some challenges lately. You know this this, uh, this month in particularly, um, our hot water tank went. Um, we had to get a new uh, hot water tank, and and uh, we thought we were going to get a, a car repair. And the mechanic told us don't get a don't don't repair it. Get another car. And before coming to OA, I would have been eating. I would have been in the food. I would have been nagging my husband. I would have been like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But because I wasn't eating, because I was abstinent, abstinent, I was able to still work my program while those instances were unresolved and when they happened and have clarity to be able to hear the answer from my higher power as far as steps to take to resolve those problems. So 
So I didn't have to escape the feelings. I didn't have to escape the disappointment of, oh, the car can't be fixed. Oh, we need a new hot water tank when the plumber told us. Like, okay, I can deal with those feelings, deal with the disappointment, deal with the uncertainty of how, and not and not eat over it and have clarity. Um, currently, I'm reading the Body Image, Relationship, and Sexuality book, and it's really helping me because I um, I'm a hundred pounder and I have a problem with the scale, and I want the weight to come off come off quickly. I I want it to happen faster than it is, and I have to leave that up to my higher power to the results of that. I just ha- I have to to work my program. So in the first reading, the body image, um, it said to honor my body that bore children. It's like, wow, I never considered that before, to honor myself for having carried my daughter and to, to have born born a child. And, and, and that part stuck out, out to me. I never considered that being being an honor. And then another reading on page two at the bottom, it says, appreciate the machine that is my body. Try to feed it healthy fuel and exercise it daily and provide routine maintenance and self-care. And it's the temple that houses my higher power and contains my unconditional love for all. So it's really helping me, the literature, to appreciate myself and appreciate what I look like and how I feel, and my body is important. And this is something I I literally started doing yesterday. Um, It's from Beauty is an Inside Job. It says in the third paragraph on page 8, when I'm feeling fat and telling myself I'm fat, my eyes see a fat person in the mirror. When I change the message, even if I don't believe it, then I look. It doesn't take long before I see someone who looks good, even beautiful. When I get dressed and go out into the world, I need to look cute to myself in the mirror. If I don't think I look good, I'm hiding. Beauty is an inside job. How beautiful I am is determined more about how beautiful I feel than how I actually look. People seem to confuse their perception of inner beauty growing within me when I'm in a good place emotionally and spiritually with actual physical change. And this, the last sentence, what they're actually seeing, what they're really seeing is my inner, my inner growth. And so to take care of myself and to put effort into my appearance, that was something I really didn't do. My mother um, recently made a photo album for my daughter for her um, for her birthday, and she she she'll be turning 21. So the pictures are all throughout the years, and I and I saw the photo, and I was like, wow, I really did not take care of myself, and I have the photo evidence to to see it. But now, because of program, because of the literature, because of what I'm learning. I can look nice in pictures now, even if 
even though I'm not at my goal weight yet. And that's okay because I can look good to myself and I can put effort into my appearance. You know, as I've lost weight, I've uh, not bought a whole new wardrobe, but bought pieces that fit and look flattering to my to me. And that's like a rule I have. When I go and buy clothes and put them on the mirror, I have to think I look great in the clothes before I'll um, before I'll purchase them. And this OA has given me a life beyond my wildest dreams. My husband and daughter. A, like fully support me being in program, but they are not compulsive overeaters. But you all get it. You all get what it means, what it feels like, how we, how I, how I can numb myself, and I could share these different readings and different the way I used to be and how I am now. And it's wonderful to have this community and have this have this fellowship. And I'm going to end, end with this. Um, I can find it. I've heard, I heard a fellow say, recovery is not a straight line. And, and that really meant a lot to me because I wanted all the box to be checked. I wanted to... Um, do this perfectly and do that perfectly and do that perfectly. And it, it program isn't like that. I'm an imperfect person, and I'm not going to work a, a perfect program. As it says in the big book, none of us can have perfect adherence to, to these principles. And I have to be gracious to myself. I've learned self-care in this program. I've learned how to... Um, forgive myself, how to to not take myself too seriously, how to have flow in the day, how to um, adjust when things didn't go how I planned. And I never was able to live like that before. Um, my family sees, sees the change in me. My friends see the change in me. And I'm going to continue to grow. And I have no plans on, on leaving the rooms. And I'm just glad that this program was here. It, I know it was it, overeating is ultimately a fatal disease, and um, I know it's prolonging my life. So thank you for letting me share and do service tonight, and I'll share my number again. It's Bernadette, 412-793-8916, Eastern Standard Time, and it's a landline, so you'll need to call. Thank you, now pass.